0: Hello, hello everybody, welcome to a new episode of the Black and Bald Podcast. My name is Uncle D, I'm your host on this show. I uh, hope you have a fantastic week and uh, happy new month. Yeah, we're in the new month of uh, of November, so hey, happy new month guys. Uh, we made it, we made it to the 11th month of the year. Gotta give glory to God, right? Anyways, I want to thank you again for joining in this episode, uh, for those of you to listen to the first episode, I uh, appreciate it, I appreciate the support, appreciate, appreciate the love, hope you enjoyed this episode as much as you enjoyed the first one, and I'm always open to feedback guys, so like if you see something, or so if you hear something that you think I can do better, please don't hesitate to, you know, send me a DM, or you can just even comment under my post on Instagram which will also my instagram handle will be on the poster of this uh podcast anyways uh guys how you doing man it's been a fantastic week for me uh, so let's just do a little bit quick checkup what happened this week uh, a couple of things happened for me that i like um, one whiskey dropped an album that i love and i know yeah, yeah yeah it's a mixed reaction right like is it really a good album is it bad what it's what do you call it i think it's an excellent album Wizkid has evolved his sound and it's my type of music to be honest I think if you like that type of music if that's your vibe then you love the album and I particularly love the album so uh, shout out to Wizkid for that one and also Arsenal won Manchester United in Old Trafford I mean Aubameyang busted out a dance on Old Trafford come on for all the money fans out there it's the time to go because <laughs> I mean I'm joking don't go anywhere stay but I'm just saying that haven't felt better (laughs) in a long while anyways uh so those are the two things that really stood out for me over the past one week i don't know what stood out for you but you can comment in the on my instagram you just drop a comment what are your what was the two things that you know stood out for you in the last one week you know i can give shout outs on the next um uh the next episode that comes out anyways uh i know today we're not going to talk about anything political today we're gonna go a little bit further back into exactly what the show was meant to be about uh no not exactly but just a little bit of stuff i was gonna do on the show uh which is i was gonna be dropping uh, personal stories and um just stuff about my life. I was going to have a guest on the show today, but unfortunately, uh, still trying to work that out. You know, most of my guests are in a distance away from me. I'm trying to find out the way to get the perfect sound quality. I know that there's several ways you can do it. You know, you can be on a phone call and you can just put the mic, but I'm, I'm trying to think how can I actually, you know, record in a way that I can have the guest sounding as clear as my voice on the phone. I mean, why did I go to school? Why did I study broadcasting if I cannot figure it out? all these school fees, Mr. Suleiman will not be proud of me. I yeah, was so, oh, sorry, Professor Suleiman. Shout out the, shout out Dr. Suleiman. Uh, he won't be proud of me if he found that I could not sort this out. But yeah, I'm still trying to sort that out. And the moment I can sort that out, yeah, trust me, I have a lot of people with great minds that I want to put on this podcast and, you know, have fantastic discussions about. So, yeah, so that's coming up. So today I'm just going to be telling you stories, uh, a particular story actually, uh, a story that actually, I, I don't know if it's funny, because you know, you say if you laugh at your own jokes, you're not funny. So I try my hardest when I crack jokes in the public, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, and the monkey crossed the bridge, and then I just, I just drop like a quick, <laughs> and then hope everybody else laughs with me, because you say if you laugh at your own joke, your joke is not funny. And to be honest, I hate when people are about to tell a joke, and they're like, do you know what happened? So. <laughs> the guy eh? (laughs) when he was about to he was about to climb the tree (laughs) i'm like man can you just tell the joke bruv what's going on like tell the joke then we can all laugh as a unit so yeah, yeah is going to be telling you a story i think it's pretty funny but it's a story that happened to me uh, when i was uh, when i was a kid and i'll just talk about a little bit talk a little bit about things uh some points i picked up from that story um thinking about it and things that i feel like most of us don't pay attention to uh growing up yeah so uh just um stay tuned i just want to drop a couple of uh announcements after this and after that we'll get into the story don't stop this podcast keep listening guys i want to be using this part of my uh of my podcast to just pretty much shout out to businesses and uh companies i mean obviously small scale companies you could be big you know maybe as time goes on maybe the big companies start paying me but for actually just segment to like shout out business i think they're doing the lord's work you know doing well and their stuff i respect their businesses some of them are my friends some of them i don't even know them right i just really watch from afar and i appreciate the work they do so today i'm going to give two big shout outs one to a company that just launched this past weekend which is readapt uh they're based in kamloops bc canada uh, fantastic company check out their stuff uh you love it and another company i'm going to give a shout out to today is sip and chill uh it's a drink company they make mocktails cocktails i don't know the difference but something to be tail, yeah. and uh they're also in vancouver bc you guys should check them out I, I mean they might order internationally who knows right but check them out and you know give them a try anyways let's get back to the podcast one love hey so i guess you listened to all of that so therefore I think you might consider using one of those businesses, right? Um, Check them out, Uh, go to my Instagram page, I will tag them in the post for this uh, particular episode. Um, uh, You should check them out, they're already good businesses. Anyways guys, yeah, welcome back, Uh, I don't know where you went to, this is not a radio show, I keep talking like this is a radio show, forgive me I have previous radio experience and it's difficult just trying to you know forget that i'm not like in the studio trying to like fade in and fade out into breaks and music and all that it's a whole different ball game here but like i think i'll get used to it after a while i'm trying to be as original as possible you know i'm not trying to be you know i want to be myself anyways guys so we're talking about today we're talking about a story that happened to me when i was about age i say eight i think i was about eight yeah or seven so just a little bit backstory i went to stella maris Primary school, shout out to all the Slammaris people out here. First of all, I didn't go to Slammaris secondary school, so I don't associate myself with that school. I know some of you are going like, mm, I went, I did not go to the secondary school, so I don't associate myself with SMS. I'm a primary school person, Slammaris schools that's their own problem. anyways yeah shout out to Stella Maris, shout out to uh, big mommy, big auntie, Um, shout out to the entire establishment and everybody that I met in the school Uh, so I was in Stella Maris primary school I think about primary four and at that age I kind of was in tune with my feelings uh, which I think a lot of us were if you kind of think back to when you were like age about age seven to ten eleven you kind of probably were in tune with your emotions and your feelings. You kind of like somebody, whether you, whether you like the girl or you like the boy, you kind of had feelings for somebody, right? And um, yeah, at that age, I kind of had feelings for this girl. Now, I can't remember this girl's exact name. But for today's episode, we're going to name her BC. Yes, I chose a Yoruba name and I chose a beautiful Yoruba name uh, because I think girl girl's Yoruba, I don't think her name was BC though. I think she had an English name. But yeah, so I had this girl, her name was BC, I had feelings for this girl, by the way or we 7 or we 8, but I liked her. And you know when you're in that age, know when you like somebody, what do you do? What does society teach us to do when we like people when we, are, when we are young? The number one thing you shouldn't do to anybody you actually like, annoy them, make them frustrated, shout at them fight for them you know and look for their trouble to the point in which you're like why are you disturbing me and then you're gonna be like oh it's because he likes you i don't understand it i really don't like for me it's crazy you know like why do you do that but yeah that's that's what i was doing you know trying to frustrate the girl always looking for trouble back then we used to have a thing called rubber ring i mean if you're nigerian you can understand what i'm saying right now so we have a thing called rubber ring you tie paper around it you fold it you put it between your thumb and your next finger to it i don't know what the finger is called you put the paper you drag it and then you fire somebody and it hurts you know that's the kind of games used to play back then so i would do that and i would fire at her and i would fire my friends and we were not in the same class i think i was in primary four blue and she was in primary four red or something like that or indigo some weird colors they used to name them i mean i know RGB yes, but there were some other weird colors that they had. I think she, I think I was in maybe primary for orange, and she was in primary for indigo and that. I, I liked this girl, and it was it was pretty it was pretty intense to be honest. I liked her a lot, but I didn't know how to get her attention as I was looking for trouble, and I could tell that this girl wasn't really fitting my 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 fighting uh, tactics. So I was like, I have to think this is true fortunately unfortunately for me my elder sister who i don't think has listened to my podcast but i believe she will listen to this episode came back home from school by the way i come from a huge family so i have a lot of elder sisters so if you think you can decipher who this one was i doubt it (laughs) but yeah uh she, she came back from school and then you know she was in university then and then i was like oh okay let's see i was happy and everything to see her and then she came back home with love letters so apparently some guy who was in schools then liked her when she was in university i used to write her love notes right and i was like oh shit and then she was with my auntie they used to read it and then they will all like laugh about it and it's like oh they're telling me oh she, he likes you Ah, oh, this is so cute by the way i was eight but i could, like i spent some time with my sister so i used to like get, get all this information into me right so i'm like oh he likes you and all of that i was like oh shit it is this the way love letters right shit if my sister likes a love letter if i write a love letter to BC, she's going to automatically have my time and it's not like i see if i was trying to get get attention so she can marry me or something or she could even kiss me or something because i don't even think of that i probably knew what kissing was at that time but i don't think that was my intention i think what i wanted was just that when we go for break you know when i go i go to a class and i sit down and uh, we talk, and we play together, we hold hands. She played tinkle tinkle with me, you know all this unnecessary stuff at that time. But I just wanted that attention, that you know, that kind of like I wanted like a partner or something like that, right? So I decided to write a love letter. Yup, at the age of, at the age of actually no 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 I didn't write the love letter. I stole my sister's love letter, and then I wrote it in my own handwriting. And I was like, yeah, this is gonna work. Let me introduce another character to this to this uh, to this story. Uh, I'll call him uh, kelichi because he was Igbo, but his name was in Kilichi. Kilichi was also a friend of mine back then in school, who had a much better handwriting than I did. My handwriting is fine, but it's not that fine. You It's okay, but sometimes i scribble. So I didn't have a very good handwriting back then. And so Kilichi had a good handwriting, so Kilichi. Help me write the note. I took it to him, and he went and he wrote it down for me. And Klitsch also helped me deliver the note. So, BC gets the note. She reads it. BC being BC, and I guess not understanding what a love note was at the age of eight, which under all circumstances shouldn't really get a love note at the age of eight, <laughs> panicked and gave the note to her class teacher, and then. Everything just escalated from there. Yeah. They looked for me. They found out this was not my handwriting. They took it to my teach next teacher's class. The next teacher was like, Kirichi, why did you write these love notes? And Kirichi was like, Kirichi didn't even spare me. He was not even like, oh, sir, I just liked her. And I was trying to be creative. Kirichi like, Dibo said it. I was like, why? And then that's how I got into all of this. And then it took us to the headmistress office. And it just became a mess from there. At this time, uh, I think it's Big Auntie, right? If I, I don't know, I can't I can't remember very well now. But I think Big Auntie was the headmistress, and Big Auntie is not somebody you want to play with, you know. She was all shades of angry and all shades of annoying because she could beat like she used to beat people. So, but my parents were kind of my parents were kind of you know chill. So I guess she didn't actually want to touch me because she. You know there's the thing about abuja that is very funny and it's not just started start now it started like um, a long time ago sometimes people don't mess with you because they don't really know where your parents are so sometimes you know people are like oh my dad is this my dad is that but you know there's this some certain people that people don't touch because they don't they can't put it down like they can't put a face to your father or your mother so they don't know who you are so they're scared that if they touch you you might end up in something that they don't want because they don't know where your father is or who your mother is my mother at that time was a uh, was hard working. She was kinda of like a single mom. Not not kind of. Mom was a single mom at this time. She eventually got married to a fantastic guy, uh, who is my stepfather now. Um, but she was a single mom at this time and then she couldn't um, have time for stuff like this, right? She was taking care of so many kids, she was working, she was trying to rise in our in her office. And my mom is hard working right so they couldn't place who I was whether I was a minister's child or was a governor's child or pump sick or something so they didn't do anything to me they just kind of let me go at that moment but what I didn't think about was the fact that the school had my mother's number right and they could have called her so I went home that day fast forward nothing happened everybody was quiet I was like oh yeah it's done letter is out you know like move on Only for the next day, back then we used to have like a school bus in my estate. I used to live in the CBN estate um, when I was younger. And then we had a school bus. School bus I used to take all of us to school, different schools. Only for that day, my mom was like, No, I'm going to take it to school. Like, what? It's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to take it to school today. I think I I need to also do something. So we get to school, takes me to school. We get to the assembly ground. And then they call me out on the assembly ground for writing a love letter and then they flogged the living daylight out of me in front of everybody most especially BC I have never felt that level of embarrassment in my whole life and I was like what? and my mom was there like I can never forget my mom was like right across on the she was like on, a, she was on the second floor or first floor whichever floor it is but she was on a higher level right so she was watching and then they called me out and then they said the whole story and then they flogged me. And then what happens after they flog you, right? It's kind of a like take to go, but I was so sad. I ran and I tried to run to my mother thinking that she would console me. And I got to my mother my mother slapped me. And the slap was so loud. Like, I mean, I was eight. So, you know, most of the stuff is exaggerated in your brain, right? But the slap was so loud. I felt like people were on the, the attendance ground, were like looking at me after, after my mother slapped me. It was crazy. And uh, I, I, can, I can never forget that moment. But after that, you know, we kind of like sorted out. I explained to my mom that I saw a love letter with my sister, which was kind of me throwing my sister on that bus. And then we kind of like moved past it after that though. And my mom was like, you know, my mom threatened me though. Like I will never forget, like she was like, if you ever do this again, I will break your head. I will lock you up. I will flog you with belts. I will break the belt on top of your head. You no, know, I mean, I didn't go through. I didn't go through like majority of the stuff alone, right? Like, I mean, for some people that are not Nigerian, they're going like, "Is your mom not, is your mom not assaulting you?" I mean, at that time, the way they were brought up, the way our parents are brought up, that's not assault. This is like, this is a uh, how you raise your kids. You know, you make them you know, spare the rod and spoil the child. Oh Jesus, an African parents' favorite Bible verse. Uh so that's so that was just her being what she knew it was like to be a mother for a child that was disobedient funny thing is that i couldn't stay in school after that my mom was like you're going home i think they suspended me i can't remember if i was suspended or not but i think i was suspended but i went home that day and mom kind of like took me home after i never forget in the car she was playing my mom, mom love women of faith if anybody if you guys know women of faith like it's old gospel group she loved women of faith and there's a song, this is the only song I know women of women to by the way, I can still remember. And this song, boundless love come carry me to a place where I have been less than free, where I belong and you will be and I love you with all of me. That song stuck in my mind. You know why stuck in my mind? Just because of the entirety of that day and I swear, whenever I hear the song, I have goosebumps. Whenever I think of the song, I have goosebumps just because in the ride back home, I could not think about what my mother was going to do to make me get home. I didn't know she was going to beat me. I didn't know what I was going. What I was. I didn't know what I was aiming for on my way home. Fortunately for me, when I got home, nothing happened. Uh, she kind of just talked to me about it, and uh, you know, I kind of understood the circumstance of it, right? So it was a crazy experience, though. Uh, by the way, I was just eight when all of this happened. But when I think back at it, I'm just like, there's a lot of stuff that's uh, happening with kids that we just just don't pay attention to. For instance, like at the age of eight, I think it's very possible for you to know if you like somebody, but why do we act like as if you can't like a person? We're too young to have feelings. At the age of five, I know I love my mother. I know I love my sister. I know I love my friends. So why can't I have feelings for the opposite sex or same sex if that's what you want, right? Uh, I I think it's crazy because we try to hide a lot of these things because we say, oh, it's a taboo, you're too young. You're too uh, too young to know things like this are going on. I mean, now in the information age with with mobile phones and the internet, you cannot even act like that. My 10-year-old niece has an iPhone and an iPad, right? And she can, like, Google. Like, she drops, like, TikToks on WhatsApp that I even laugh at. I'm like, ah, that's really funny, right? So she's on TikTok. She's probably on Instagram that I don't know about or her mother doesn't know about. And on she's on Twitter, I mean, she's on Twitter. If anybody's on Twitter, you have access to some of the wildest information you can ever think about. So like, it's crazy how like back in the days, our parents would be like, oh, you shouldn't know these things. You can't know these things, but it's normal. It's human life, right? Like I think it's regular for humans to have feelings for other people, you know, like be able to check on them, you know, be able to want to spend time with them. Even if they are not your family and to the opposite sex. But you know, back then it's like, oh, you cannot have feelings for the opposite sex. You're too young to have feelings, and it's crazy that things like this they transcend. Or I don't know if this is correct in English. But I'm just gonna say it. They transcended, you know, even into like secondary school, right? You're in GS one or you're in GS two. By the way, I don't know how to convert it into Canadian, American, or UK. System, just in like secondary school, it's the school you go to before you go to university, middle school or elementary school or high school or junior high, senior high. I don't know, but this is the school you go to before you go to university or college. I mean, in secondary school, and then people are like, oh, you can't have feelings, oh, you can't be looking at, uh, uh-uh. you can't be looking at a girl, because that's wrong. But like, I'm a human being, right? Like, I will have feelings uh, for someone else if it's possible, right? So. Hey, I think that's one thing I think the world needs to change but I think I also believe that the world is changing and things like this because information is like so easy to come by right <laughs> if I like a girl now and I'm trying to get her attention by the way Bo-J, I don't like anybody who, it's only you I love it's only you I love even if the world no, the world says so that lyrics of that song was a bad choice but yeah um, you can just google it you know what I mean like you can just be like uh Hey Google. Um, oh shit, it's a <laughs> it's a Google part the Google home in my house. <laughs> um and you just be like, Google, can you like tell me what what uh, how do I get this girl's attention or what do African girls like? I mean it's gonna be very subjective to some particular people, but it's still an option. It's still information that you can use to build and also before I end this podcast I just have to say that if you see if your if your child or your friend Right now, it's still trying to frustrate the opposite sex to get their attention. Bin the friend. I mean like throw the friend away. Put the friend in the package and just throw them into the trash. Because this is 2020. You're mature and it's unnecessary. And I mean like if you have a child and you can tell your child likes uh, your neighbor. And you can see that he's always frustrating the girl looking for trouble. And that's the way of showing love. And we're still like accepting that behavior. We're just creating an, an, an environment where people think that violence or or, or annoyance, it's, it's love, and that's not true, that's wrong, right, love is love, love is beautiful, love is kind, you know, love is sweet, love has no pain, the only pain in love is when you lose love, not when you gain it, so I, I see no, I see no reason why we should encourage that, but anyways, yeah, that's my story, uh, I realized that I didn't laugh, so probably this story wasn't as funny as I expected, but yeah, that's, uh, I was trying to be, uh, as open as possible and yeah that's it for this episode on uh, this podcast uh, i'll be back next week hopefully with a guest i i think i will have a guest next week so i want you to look out um for the post and i'll bring someone very interesting someone fun <laughs> you don't even know who it's going to be but it's, i trust it's going to be a fantastic conversation thank you again for listening to my podcast i do appreciate the time uh do ask that you check out the brands and the businesses that I've highlighted earlier in the podcast. And I ask that you please share, like, comment, send me your feedback. Is there something I could do better? Is my voice too low? Is my voice too high? Um, Am I not not composing my messages or my stories well? You know, anything, I'll take it, you know. we all got to learn together, you know, together to grow. So, yeah, thank you again. I do appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Black & Bold podcast. My name is to remain stable. I'll see you next week, Wednesday. One love, peace out don't do drugs stay safe wear a mask if you're in america and you're a citizen go and vote i don't know if you'd have voted by the time this is out i think you would have but i hope you did vote (laughs) anyways peace out guys one love bye